This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Software and Technology Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. At work, technology plays a critical role in efficiency and pure day-to-day workflow. And whenever something fresh enters the market that is shown to have benefits in data acquisition or workflow management or communications, whatever it might be, why wouldn't companies want to integrate that technology? Well, if it's not done intentionally, it could potentially be more of a detriment than anything. So how do you roll out and integrate new technology in a business setting, but do it effectively? Here to give her thoughts is Carrie Sanofsky, Director of Sales Strategy Operations for Skyline ATS. Welcome, Carrie. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me, Daniel. I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to have you on, and I'm looking forward to unpacking this with you. So let's start kind of broad here. Um, When adding new technology to a company's day-to-day, how important is enablement for that technology to succeed, right? So the the process of integration and uh, and that integration being implemented in a a tangible and intentional way. Absolutely. No, that's a great question. So arming your sellers with the ability to articulate the value within your solutions is key, right? It's paramount. So providing this content in real time, right, that's arming your salespeople to sell more effectively is exceedingly important. And quite frankly, something that is growing if you look at sales enablement within the technology industry. It's up 61% in the last five years, and it forecasted of 13% growth between now and 2019. Which is definitely some pretty incredible stats there, um, that growth. is that Does that feel unprecedented for the industry? So I think when, when I kind of dissect sales enablement, I think that it's something that has, is becoming more streamlined, right? I think it's been a function that has not been cohesively adopted. You know, you'll have your marketing task and you'll have your sales team, uh, like leadership, would do kind of their own little pillars, but now it's becoming something where everybody is cohesively working together. So what are some examples that you've seen of really great technology that has a lot of potential, but gets implemented in a poor way in a business setting? And how does that speak to the importance of educating on that technology before it's ever implemented? As it relates to some of the vendors that we work with, they operate very much with a channel. Um, to help articulate the value of their solutions, right? So they have their salespeople, but then they also have a partner channel, right? That also would sell as well. And we've noticed if there's no continuity in messaging of what that um, product could mean for a customer's environment, you know, if a, if a partner seller is going in saying this is an analytics tool and, you know, your vendor seller is going in saying that this is, uh, you know, security tool, right? There's there's going to be a little bit of confusion from a customer perspective is what does this mean for my business and how can it get me to achieve the goals that I want to achieve within my organization, right? So when we do a lot of these um, engagements, we always push that, you know, if if you're relying on a channel in addition to having your internal sellers, 
that there needs to be, they need to be coming together with getting that education cohesively. So they, to join, join these, you know, if it's a one day workshop or even the video, you know, they should have access to what you as a vendor um, are giving your salespeople as well. So that's something that we've really noticed as um, a big gap, right? Because it creates customer confusion. So I know you've been with Skyline for 10 years now, and in that time, what technology have you seen become really hot, right? Has become the some of the most effective and cross-industry useful technology in a business setting, and how is that tech changing different aspects of business from sales to you know, it could be engineering or customer relations, et cetera? Absolutely. So definitely AI is top of mind for us. You know, if you think about companies and how they're utilizing AI, um, John Deere, for example, you know, you would never think of them as like a traditional tech company, but they actually acquired an artificial intelligence company, Blue River Technology, to boost their AI um, program. And the cool thing about it is with this partnership, you know, they're able to use machine learning to determine where a tractor should spray pesticides, right? So instead of spraying an entire field with pesticides, they would, um, you know, could spray only plants in the effective areas, which for us as consumers, right, I mean, that's fantastic because it maintains the quality of our food. There's so many different examples with how businesses are utilizing AI. Um, the ones that we've seen have been very focused on uh, adoption of solutions specific to hospitals, for instance, as it relates to patient uh, data. So, for instance, um, there was a hospital that we worked with in Silicon Valley that implemented artificial intelligence um, to process machine learning where their patients, um, anytime a patient would, you know, hit go to the bathroom or hit the bed alarm or anything, it'd all be recorded. And with that, they looked at their propensity to fall. And in a year, with utilization of, you know, artificial intelligence, their falls dropped by 39%. If I think about what's all-encompassing, right, across the entire portfolio, would absolutely be security. I mean, security is paramount and should be at the forefront of everything because there's now, you know, that... Um, the fines for any type of, you know, patient data, let's say at a hospital, if they had a, a breach or, you know, any kind of corporation that would have a security breach, um, it now is at the CEO level, right? I mean, it's now at the business leader, decision maker, that no longer lives within the IT department in terms of um, responsibility in terms of what that could mean for the business, their brand and reputation, right? So security to me is um, the one that's constantly changing. And what I love about it is it's across the entire portfolio. So when it comes to that specific technology and just security technologies in general, what are some challenges that arise when trying to help people better understand all the use cases for it and how to communicate its usefulness to an end user. Absolutely, yeah. So when you take a, any of the products within a portfolio, let's take security as an example. There's a lot of products, and if you go into the customer conversation by point product, um, you know, you, 
it's, it's a lot of information to retain and, and be able to articulate the value in. So we really focus on solutions-based selling as opposed to just calling out a point product. So you're going in solving a customer's problem, right, with, you know, the appropriate offerings, right, from a holistic solution as opposed to just one point product. So, Carrie, do you see these higher level technologies like AI or like comprehensive security technologies um, being deployed at large scales for corporate companies? And if so, once they are implemented, what are extra challenges that present themselves when rolling out that kind of tech, right? Like, how do you go about doing it intentionally? There are components that you have to take into consideration of what this business will mean to my organization and also how will I support it, which always creates a lag of adoption, right? Um, it goes kind of into, I, I can't change my, my technology because I can't change my people and I can't change my people because I can't change my technology, right? And so customers don't always or realize what the impact could be for their business and it creates a slow to adopt kind of um, mentality. But then, you know, once you have that, what this could mean for my environment, and these are the people that I need to put in place to be able to support that, right? Then you get that true adoption. And then it comes into, you know, I don't know how we didn't have this before, you know? I mean, I didn't know what, you don't know what you don't know, right? So I think that's a, a big thing, you know, as we think about what impacts the adoption of new technology. And there's other things to take into consideration too, right? Like regulatory compliance and other components that you have to take into consideration. So Carrie, to sort of help wrap things up, I know that at Skyline ATS, you are obviously part of the sales strategy department. So you are finding ways to help other companies better communicate and sell these products and to to communicate the usefulness and all of the applications of technology from, you know, simple network technology to higher level stuff like AI and, like you said, larger security networks. How do you find the right way to educate other people in the industry on how to use this technology effectively? What are some, some tips and best practices that you have for better understanding this technology, which seems to change so quickly? That's a great question, and it's a very loaded question, right? We're it sure constantly, is, yeah. We are constantly changing the modalities that we do. I'm very much a data-driven person and, you know, looking at, okay, how did this resonate, right? I mean, even something as simple as um, a video, let's say. How many people are watching it? How long are they watching it for? Where are we? This is a three-minute video, and people are dropping off after a minute. What do we need to do to change to make sure that they're, you know, engaged, right? And that they are finding value in, you know, how they can position the solution to their, to their customers. So we're constantly changing our approach, um, our methodologies, and looking at being very intentional, right, of positioning those, those uh, solutions appropriately. Let's take a, a new hire and acquisition training that we do. Um, so it's a four day training. We actually fly everybody in, they come on site and, uh, the first two days, you know, we go into solutions based selling, right? The third day we actually have a company, um, that comes in where the, they would create a deck just like they would be pitching to a customer. 
And then on the fourth day, they actually pitch that to their peers. So they take, they break out in sessions and create this deck, and then they would pitch it back. By doing this, you know, you're, you're taking the information that you, that they sat through, right, and, and processing it, but then now putting it into tangible, real, actionable um, delivery, right? And people, what do they say? People have to hear things seven times, right, for it to really resonate. For me personally, you know, you can sit through and, and listen to all these different ways of, of um, pitching, but, and what the solutions could mean for your customers, but actually putting that, you know, pen to paper, right, and reiterating that and putting it in a way that, you know, this is how I can benefit from it as a salesperson, right, and how I can, how I can help my customers is a, a great way that we've learned of, um, you know, making sure that, that, that the information is, there's a retention. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for joining us on the Software and Technology Podcast and giving us a look at the power of enablement in the technology world and specifically some of the challenges that come with communicating the effectiveness of that technology. But obviously, stuff continues to change, and we're starting to see, like you mentioned, AI become really powerful from small businesses to large businesses. Everyone is feeling the power of that data. So as other people in the technology world try to sell companies on the potential use cases of AI and other cool technologies like that, well, there's definitely a need for educating on how to sell that technology, right? And best understanding from the very beginning how this technology can be used in intentional ways. So it's definitely uh, not the end of this conversation. I would love to get you back on to continue to dive into the importance of education with new technologies. But till then, Carrie, thank you for joining us on the podcast. It was a pleasure. Absolutely, Daniel. And again, thank you for having me. And thank you everyone for listening to today's episode of the MarketScale Software and Technology Podcast. And if you like what you heard and would like to listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. And make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.